journey within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man gonna go place like a shot in a beer steak man saying we can stop get pancakes and then we'll get late all right why do you drink ice cold beer on hot mr clement what else are you gonna do with it to alcohol the cause of and solution to all of life's problems Indeed it is. Cave Crew Radio is the name of the show. I am DK, the man the man of 87 names. The real DK, TM tonight, what it says on my little banner there. I am uh, live from my cave in the big smoke in Ontario, Canada. As you can see by my little, uh, my little thingy here, it's about minus 60 outside. Uh, my normal counterpart from Queens is at a Christmas party right now, so I'm going to throw it over to uh, a senior in uh, London, England. Hello, and uh, junior intern here. This is Chu Chu Stu calling from London town. I'm, uh, I think I'm filling Big B's boots at the moment, so it's uh, quite an honor for a, for a mere junior intern just to be coming on second rather than third. Hello, this is Chu Chu Stu. What an honor it is, eh? It is. Um, I'm, deli- I'm I'm really upset that Big B's there enjoying himself at some Christmas party. He's probably under the table, licking someone's shoes or something at the moment, being sick or something. But um, I'm here in second place. So yeah, good evening, everyone. Uh, we're all we're all in the same place here in the in the in the caves, Stu. We're all in the same place. I think um, I, I think if I was here for thirty years, I would still be junior intern. Yeah, unless Big B kicks off or something, you know, you've always you'll be number three unless we bring on a number four. Um, we do have Professor Albert uh, out there in the chat room as our reigning uh, champion on Take the Bait, uh, going online now with videos uh, telling us he, he he refuses to lose, and then emailing us or texting us just before the show, wondering how to get on in the chat room. <laughs> Yeah, he was throwing down a gauntlet earlier on, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I have to apologize. Like Everything's new, he says. But he was there last week. If you're looking for the <laughs> chat room, if you get to cavecrewradio.com, just for further notice, 
the only thing that's changed, yeah, the design and everything's changed, but it's still under Listen Live, but there's a page that comes up, and it, it says play an intro video, which tells you about our Patreon and our PayPal, and we'll get to that in a minute. But then it says in, in yellow, click here to enter the site. So, anyway, now, those of you watching on, on Cave Crew TV, uh, obviously, if you're um, if you're, listen, you're listening on podcast or on the live radio, on CaveCrewRadio.com, you can't see us. But we have some amazing effects here tonight. Now, I'll do mine first. You'll notice I have Christmas lights, and um, I've, I've got, uh, what else do I got here? i got to pull myself up here. I got Christmas lights. Uh, you'll see my monogram after. Um, but this is, and, and now my picture is a lot better. I'm, I'm now in, you know, you can put yourself, by the way, Stu, in like the highest HD now. Yeah, I'm off of uh, the uh, dial-up internet now. And but I'm I, not even on my neighbor's internet anymore. Well, so I'm on full broadband tonight. So I'm fingers crossed that uh, I won't be cutting out too much. No, no, you you look fantastic. And, and now Stu's got support my work on Patreon. He's moving around a candy cane. I don't know how he moves stuff around. Uh, he's got a little Christmas tree. He's got the most interesting man in the world. He's got, oh, he's got balloons going on over on Cape Crew TV. And, and uh, why we have this, folks, is, um, you know, we're, we'll talk again throughout the show about our Patreon and how you can donate and support the show over at CaveCrewRadio.com. Uh, Patreon.com slash CaveCrewRadio. You can do it all there or you can give us a PayPal gift. We were gifted with the Minicam Pro from uh, Professor Albert. So that's why it looks like I'm talking to you through this window right now. Um, so that was a gift that's, you know, that's worth 60 bucks a person right there. Um, so, you know, like we always say, if you choose to support the show, um, it isn't going to be enough for us to pay our mortgages or, you know, buy food or Christmas gifts for our children and wives. We're going to throw it right back into the show. And Uncle Albert gifted us, and here we are with a new and improved uh, Cave Crew TV. So if you're listening to us now on podcast or live on the radio, go over to YouTube, Cave Crew TV, and you'll see what I mean. Big difference. Um, as you were saying, uh, filling people in, uh, Stu, um, you... Uh, uh, where was I here? You were uh, having internet problems for probably the past, seems like forever to me, but at least, what, two months? Well, yeah, it's got to be on and off. And, you know, they were blaming it on one thing, blaming it on another. And then I managed to get hold of the guy that sort of actually does the repairing or the supervisor. So I managed to get hold of his cell phone number. And I uh, badgered him quite a lot, phoned him at four o'clock in the morning. It's funny um, when you get a hold of a supervisor, what that does. Yeah. And then he phoned me tonight just after I'd logged into my neighbor's internet. Uh, just to be on the safe side, I thought I'd go onto his Wi-Fi. And then, not only, you know, about 10 minutes after I'd logged onto his, he's phoned me up. He said, yeah, you're, he said, Stu, you should be all up and running. So we keep our fingers crossed here. Yeah, and you do. know what? Everybody, everybody thought we were bullshitting when last week um, you you were in class, right? You were learning how to crash trains and shit. 
Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was learning how to push a train, one train with another. We was doing all sorts of weird and wonderful things with trains. Susu, uh, Susu, Choo Choo Stu looks like he's, he's, he's doing a, a thing on the shopping channel. He's got his, uh, collectible, uh, limited edition collectible Choo Choo Stu mug, uh, which. I'll tell you what, I must say about this mug, it is lovely, it's smooth, the picture is absolutely unique. Yeah, it, it's fantastic, and, and, and you can get it autographed, you just have to give, yeah. you know, whatever, five bucks a month or something, ten bucks a month, we'll, we'll get it over to you. Uh, we'll and the detail, the detail is absolutely amazing. I actually brought these one of the one of these as a gift for my auntie Margaret. So uh, maybe you should do that too. Maybe hey. not for my auntie Margaret, but for your auntie. Uh, you know, and it I'm makes sure a perfect Christmas gift. Auntie Margaret's going to love it. Here's mine too. I have one, by the way. You can have one too. All you got to do is become a supporter of the show. And um, it says right on it, London Calling. Choo Choo Stew collectible mug. These are fantastic things. Great for tea, beer, especially when you're doing a morning show if you want to hide what you're drinking. You know, but Auntie Margaret will be coming up in a little bit. We have a telephone conversation with Auntie Margaret. Um, we have uh, uh, we have a, a, a telemarketer called Stu, and he's recorded that. We've got... Um, well, we've got some shocking footage that we received, um, Stu, and, and, and this may upset you uh, that it was publicly available on the net. Uh, I will be showing a clip of it later, and the only way to be able to see the whole thing is going to be by supporting a certain amount of money uh, over to uh, over to us at Cake Fuel Radio. So it's at like a telethon right now. We're trying to raise enough money. Uh, to pay for all the expenses right now. So I don't want to go on and on about it because the show is free. But if you see it in your heart, uh, the gift to us, like like Professor Albert did, this beautiful uh, mini-cam, um, we would appreciate it. Um, anyway, back to your Internet, Stu. Um, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do because for weeks we were having a grand old time of not being able, Stu never finishing a sentence and us never being able to hear what he was saying, and, and it was worth a million laughs. So we're going to have to replace that tonight with all the good stuff we got in store. Exactly. Well, I'll just press the old uh, the mute button or something like that. Old uh, Ripka, who was on last week from uh, Ron Real, he was having a field day with you. He just thinks that's hilarious when you're. And I was I being heard, I was being I accused. I was being accused by Jerry from Bad Cop, Bad Cop, that it was something I was doing on my end since we started video. And I knew it was outside of your house because I knew you were doing everything. You were changing the modem. You were hardwiring right to the computer. You were doing all the right fucking shit. I, just, fucking, I deleted my computer. I deleted all this, everything off of it and put it back to factory settings. There was nothing I could do. Nothing more than I could do. And uh, anyway, so uh, and don't fret, Uncle Albert. Uh, there, Pro Professor Albert, we got to call you now. We do have take the bait tonight, um, and uh, Big B will be joining us shortly. I just don't want to. Um, uh, I just don't want to um, go through this before he gets here because he'll love a lot of this. I've also got a song that Stu recorded, a Christmas song during the break. Um, an original, so we're not breaking royalty music. 
Uh, we've got another song that hopefully we'll have time to talk about uh, called One-Eyed Burt or something like that. We'll hear that story soon. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we got a full load worth of stuff here. Now, have you had any... I have one interesting story i, I got to tell you before we head into the meat and potatoes of, of things. And then hopefully Big B will be here shortly. I, I told you, like, you know, I do hockey. I talk about it all the time, how I have hockey. And by the way, that was one of the things that uh, my wife and I were arguing about, and I forgot to mute the mic before we came on air. Um, she's asking me to go run this player development thing tomorrow um, because they left it on the website, but the people aren't going to be there, so I'm going to be two hours of teaching five-year-olds. I'm used to teaching the older kids. so. Uh, but anyway, we play at this rink. It's called the WFCU Center in town here. And we just hosted the big FINA swimming thing, right? So on Sunday, we got shit on with all this snow. And, of course, every single Canadian is bitching because it's a busy time of year. And we were already inconvenienced uh, with the fact that, that we, you know, we had to go to the back door. We weren't even allowed to use the main entrance because all these swimmers walking around half naked or whatever the fuck they were doing. So I'm pulling out of the back there, and I'm going to get the uh, bring the truck back to pick the kids up because they get valet service, right, from, from the coach. And I see these two, what appear to be Mexicans or Cubans. I don't want to pick on any certain race. And they were literally at their phone, and they were doing snow angels, and they were dancing around in the freaking snow, probably doing a Facebook Live, looking like complete idiots. And it was probably their first time they'd seen snow. Right. And, and it was, uh, yeah, it was like they, they were on the moon or something. Well, what was it? What did I do when I went to Finland after going out of the sauna for the first ever time in, my, in a sauna, out into the snow? What did I do? Angels in the snow. It's got to be done, DK. No, it never snows in England. Well, it does snow in England, but I've never done an angel in the snow naked until oh, then. Oh, fuck. So naked? I, I, I think <laughs> people that don't, people that don't do, you know, that haven't got snow, they're allowed to do angels in the snow once in a while, I think, or definitely the first time they see it. Well, I'll tell you, when, when 60 degrees or whatever hits here again, I will go naked and do snow angels on my lawn for you. <clears throat> because I, I, it's just, it, it's, I don't mind a little bit of snow, but this cold thing we got coming on, like, I, there was, at one point, we, it was colder here than it was in Antarctica at this time of year. Or Iceland. But you're used to it, surely. No, not you get it this every year. cold. You know, it's, it's like Christmas and Easter. You know it's coming. Yeah, no, like last year we had, what do you, what, what, what do they call that natural phenomenon, the, 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 the El Nino. And it was like never got colder than like 35. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind it cold. Number one, it bugs me that it gets dark at night at like 5 o'clock because we changed the clocks. I like to be able to get home, go outside till 9 o'clock. I like to be able to sit on my porch or my back deck or something. Kids in the pool, whatever. And... I just, this is not the right time of year for a deep freeze. And then here's the kind of wacky weather. And you got to remember, I'm in southern Canada. 
as well, right? So we don't get it quite as bad as, as like Alberta and Manitoba and even Toronto and, you know, like we just don't get it that bad. So here's what's going to happen. I had to go get my wife a new battery for her car. Um, my truck wouldn't start today. Um, it's, it's just damn cold. On Saturday, it's going up to like four degrees ahead of freezing. It's going to rain. It's all going to freeze the very next day. It's going to be a freaking ice rink out there. And I just don't like it. Anyway, that's my story. I just think you, it's always snowing over there. No, we, dude, it gets so humid in here in the summer, you can't even fucking breathe. Yeah, but, but you have got seasons in Canada. You've got seasons in, here in London, ours is very blurred. It's, you know, a little bit of snow. You might have a bit of freezing ice. You've got a couple of days of sunshine. It's pissing down the rain again. But, uh, I think you guys, you expect the snow. Well, yeah, but I don't expect it to be this cold, and I don't expect to be dumped on in freaking uh, December. It's not February yet. Anyway, you got any, like, big news uh, before we ring Big B? And uh, if he's not here in 10 minutes, we're getting the show. Yeah, no, I've got no, no massive news, really. It's just been sort of uh, mundane days of... Uh, telemarketer calls like i get them sort of six seven a day now see i don't answer uh, without fail you know and yeah, so uh, I've, I've started just started to be a little bit rude to them most of them cut off within about three or four seconds but uh is I'm it working on snowing it. on your screen right now yeah it's snowing here these special effects are freaking awesome anyway you don't um, hear us complain do you yeah, you because you're snowing behind the screen. I'm going to take down this fake window in a minute because it's driving me crazy. But anyway, um, I was going to tell you, yeah, well, we've got that. T- see, I with a telemarketer, do you not get like unknown number or like a, everybody I know, I type their name in my phone. So like if it's a name I don't know, I just don't fucking answer. And if they don't leave me a message to call back, then it can't be important, right? Do you know, do you know what? They're very clever because they... They'll dial with like a 01925 number and then it'll have whatever, five or six numbers after. And the next number, you'll block, I can block that on my phone. And the next number, it changes by a digit. So. Oh yeah, they have, they have like five or six different lines they call from. Well, they've got, they've got five or six bloody hundred, I think. The, the more they dial, you know, the more I pick up, the more they dial and just different numbers each time. Anyway, we're, we're going to, we're going to hear, we're going to hear in a little bit. How, uh, Stu, your phone is picking up my fucking audio again. It's not. I think it's turned off. Oh, okay. Something was coming through. Anyway, um, what was I going to tell you? Uh, we'll deal with that in a little bit. I have a story from England that I thought was really uh, kind of funny. I read it today. I was going to use it as, as a as a uh, take-the-bait story later on, but I thought, no, maybe everybody's seen this one. Uh, apparently, there has been a meat and potato pie uh, sent into space from um, from Wigan. Uh, a meat and potato pie has been sent into space attached to a weather balloon. Uh, the pioneering delicacy was launched from Roby Mill Wigan. Is that near you? Yeah, Wigan. 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 Sorry. 
Wigan. It was it was launched from Roby Mill Robbie Mill Wigan. Uh, about 11.30 GMT. Uh, and this is just ahead of the World Pie Eating Championship next week. Is this close to you? It's, a, it's probably about a four-hour drive from here, I would imagine. We can, it, this, this, might be, this might be worth driving to. It is the World Pie Eating Championship. And this was a, this was not a cherry pie, uh, or, or whatever you guys eat over there, mince meat or mince meat or whatever. This was a, this was a, it's, a, it's a, a, meat, a meat me. pie job, is it? Yeah. And it, 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 I guess the aim was to see if it could go a hundred thousand feet, 30 kilometers, uh, up in the air and, um, they wanted to see if it made changes to the molecular structure to see if the pie was quicker to eat. You fucking British people, man. Um, anyway, this is believed to be uh, the first pie launched into the stratosphere. Uh, so anyway, uh, enthusiasts from the Sheffield-based uh, sent into space a club have attached a camera and are tracking the equipment. As we speak. So I guess right now, uh, Choo Choo Stew, uh, the pie is the limit. The pie is the limit. But if there is a meat pie eating competition, I feel quite on form to be, uh, to be a worthy contender. Okay, well, here it is. The World Pie Eating Championship 2016 is to be held at Harry's Bar. Such original names you guys have. Harry's Bar, Walgate, Wigan, or Wigan, on December 20th. Or 20 December, as you guys read your calendar. No, 20th of December. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it sounds good. If I can get the day off, I'll be up there. See, that's that's not a show day, or I tell you to broadcast live from from Harry's Bar. Anyway, kids, the wait is over. We can get on with all this good shit I've been saving. Uh, I do believe we have uh, Queens, New York uh, from the uh, Christmas party. Can you hear us there, uh, Big B? I can. Can you hear me? Oh, absolutely. You're crystal clear. And and I, I, I think you were left out of the loop of the conversation. But Stu has his internet fixed for fucking glory. No way. You must have heard every word he just said. I absolutely did hear. That I came in at the last part of your conversation, and Stu was clear as a bell. I was surprised. Now, we also, what you missed, just you're coming in pretty close to the commercial break. We saved most of the really good stuff for you. But okay. um, you'll notice all these pretty pictures we have. You see uh, a Stu there, a Christmas tree, look, support Patreon, interesting man in the world. And then you'll see me here. I'm I'm behind a a, a a a frosted window. I see that we were gifted with the Manicom Pro from Uncle Albert. So now I will send that uh, via to you, and oh, you will awesome. be able to do all these really crazy fancy things like us too on Cave Crew TV. Kicks ass. Thank you, Uncle Albert. Yes. So, you know, and I, I was saying to the people, you th you know, you think we're going to take this money and we're going to take a vacation in, like, Puerto Rico, but we're throwing it right back into the show. You know, funny thing is, I, I know your 
picture with the with the Christmas lights around it and everything. It's kind of look. It it's supposed to be like you're looking through a window at you, but. With the bars in the middle, it looks like you're in jail. I am in jail if you would have heard me talking about this fucking weather here. Like, are you getting this cold snap? Holy shit, I just came in from the frozen tundra. It is freezing outside. Okay, it's not just us. And we have a major snowstorm. We got fucking... Now, the stew cam's going to be better than ever, look. <laughs> Hold on, let Folks, me pull up the stew cam. This is going to now be a television show, not a radio show. I'll just start to say good evening to Big B. Good evening, Stu. <laughs> it's nice to hear you. I haven't heard you in like a month and a half. Yes, that's It's good I... to hear you. I've got my beer goggles on tonight, so you're looking good. <laughs> oh, Stu, Stu is going to have a ball with this thing. Oh, this is cool. I can't wait to uh, to uh, put it on uh, my my screen. Yes, I will email it over to you, and and uh, and we'll get you fixed up by uh, by next week. Awesome. We'll, we'll all be three bunch of idiots. And then, you know, if the show's no good, at least the people on uh, YouTube will enjoy. Now, before we go to break, and, and I'm not going to, I'm just going to drop this shit on you like bombshells because we, we got a, a, Stu has come back with a vengeance and we have a ton of audio. Um, I know you're excited about Take the Bait, as are we tonight. Um, we've all got, do you have anything to say about your Christmas story or your ride home or anything like that? No, it was actually fairly uneventful. It was uh, just very briefly. It was at it was at a, a, a bowling alley type place. Um, it's a big place where the, you know a lot of corporate events are. Uh, you know, a few hours of bowling and pool and beer and bar free bar. Is that a free bar? Uh, when they gave us drink tickets, it's like three tickets per person. So those tickets were either beer or wine. If you wanted an actual real drink, you had to pay for it. Don't you fucking hate those kind of companies? They got more money in the fucking bank than they can they they can piss at, and they yeah. give you two tickets. Yeah, that uh, was it. To buy, to buy a wait couple of wait yeah. beers. Like Merry Christmas. I have a couple of drafts on us, and make sure you're <laughs> taking a cab home. That's right. <laughs> that was that's it. Some companies uh, are, but really... yeah, it was, it was fairly uneventful, and it was just, it's just freezing outside, so. Uh... So, yeah, I'm here now. I'm just Not really – and dinner, I imagine, at a bowling alley was like pizza and dogs or – Yeah, it was like – it was kind of – this This isn't like a an, a bowling alley that you're used to. It's it's in Manhattan. They have these big places where, you know, they have bowling. They have a bar. They have – it's like a lounge area. They – you know, it's, it's really a, a social uh, – event place where a lot of companies hold events. Uh, so it's not just like a Joe's bowling alley on the corner, you know? So, so it's like a mall uh, of America of bowling alleys. Yeah. Kind of something like that. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, they, they brought out, uh, they had sliders. Uh, we had uh, uh, mini pizzas. We had uh, uh, chicken. Uh, there was, uh, you know, fruits, uh, various things like that. Who the uh, fuck so wants to eat fruit when they're drinking fuck beer? Yeah, uh, exactly. It's like when well, people have pineapple remember, on their pizza. Is, remember, this is this is a corporate event in Manhattan. So yes, there were people eating the fruits. No, now was there any of was there any of the what do you call uh, yellow men there? Because I know you're affiliated with the uh, the yellow man with your company. <laughs> no, no, they did. They didn't bring them in by by like satellite television or anything. No, no, we were not invaded this time. Okay. 
I thought that would have been kind of cool if like Yoki Mono was there on the screen wishing you all a, you know, a happy holiday and a happy Hanukkah or whatever. No. Yeah, right. Just us. I used to love a Christmas party down the pub and you'd sort of meet up with the girls from the lingerie department in the Marks and Spencers in one corner and there would be the office from over the road in the other corner and as time goes on they would all sort of everyone would just interweave and right. swap you know, you know the funny thing about Stu's screen is he keeps adding to it and eventually we're not going to be able to see Stu so we'll be able to hear him, <laughs> but we're not going to be able to see him anymore. <laughs> he keeps we'll adding like effect. opposite of what we've been experiencing. Yeah. <laughs> just no visual out of the stew camp. There we go. We're back. He just, he's playing around with it. Like, hey, he's got the flags hanging again in the background. He's, <laughs> he's like, Stu is back. We're here. Look. Look at that. American flag, British flag, Canadian flag. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, okay, we're going to take a short break, Big B. I, I, very shortly, I'll, I've already gone through this with the listeners. We have got uh, a phone call with uh, Choo Choo Stew's elderly aunt. We okay. have uh, Choo Choo Stew's phone call with a telemarketer. Uh-huh. I have come into possession of a, a video of Stew. Uh, that I'm going to hold for ransom and uh, for uh, Patreon pledgers. Okay. Uh, of course, we have take the bait. Did I miss anything, Stu? I don't think you have, really. Okay. We got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of good stuff. And, of course, uh, we'd like you to listen to this uh, commercial break very carefully uh, while you're taking a pee or whatever it is you do. And um, Big B suggested this audio segment in there and then the song is a royalty free uh, Christmas song uh, that Choo Choo Stew uh, performed at one point and if you're not you know Christmas uh, you know happy to you too don't burn yourself with those candles um, Chanaka right Chanuka Chanuka happy Chanuka eat, eat the unleavened bread I think is what they do. All right, boys, let's uh, let's take a commercial break, and when we return, we'll get into all the action we have planned for today. Okay. So you're listening to Cave Crew Radio, folks, right here, CaveCrewRadio.com and Cave Crew TV over on YouTube. So stay tuned, and we'll be back in about uh, four or five minutes here. Excuse me, bitch. It's Cave Crew Radio. It happens all around you. And you may not even notice. Thousands of snowflakes have found themselves personally victimized by the recent election of Donald Trump as President of the United States. They continue to be emotionally damaged by the idea that the country may be run by someone that they didn't vote for. Campuses across America are doing everything they can do to help put an and end to this devastating human crisis. Cornell recently hosted a cry-in where snowflakes could drink hot chocolate and come to terms with the unspeakable tragedy of not getting their way. The University of Pennsylvania offered puppies and kittens for snowflakes to cuddle. The University of Michigan Law School scheduled a post-election self-care workshop where snowflakes could color and blow bubbles. Other colleges and universities even canceled classes and final exams for snowflakes when the emotional damage was just too crippling. Unfortunately, these efforts are not enough. 
We need your help to make sure these snowflakes no longer have to live in fear of being offended by facts and logic, opposing points of view, or triggering harmful things like proper pronouns or cultural Halloween costumes. Snowflakes should not have to walk around their college campus and risk hearing something they disagree with or seeing something that doesn't fit within their personal worldview. Every dollar that you donate will go towards helping those who have been victimized by the opinions of others. Proceeds will be used to purchase teddy bears, coloring books, and Play-Doh for campus safe spaces. Cardboard for homemade protest signs and counselors for snowflakes who have been victimized by hearing things that they don't like. Snowflakes who have been especially damaged by harmful, often conservative rhetoric will be provided with ponies and safety pins. All thanks to the generosity of viewers like you. Please, for the price of a pumpkin spice latte a week, you can help save a snowflake from being triggered on a college campus near you. Go to www.savethesnowflakes.org to find out how you can help save a snowflake today. Because your feelings matter, but their feelings matter more. Matter more. Matter more. Matter more. Cave Crew Radio, live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, only on CaveCrewRadio.com. Don't forget to check out the live YouTube feed, also available on demand on iTunes and Stitcher, wherever good podcasts are found. Cave Crew Radio at CaveCrewRadio.com. Hey, this is Jerry from the Bad Cop, Bad Cop Show. You're listening to Cave Crew Radio. I think that's available. I thought I I saw Big B wincing as that was playing. Big B (laughs) B B winces at everything. (laughs) It was quite amusing. He, uh, yeah, was he looking like Wing Sings? No, it's wincing. No no more Wing Sings, please. I'll find something better, don't you worry. There's lots of Alex Cardinelli's out there. 
Jesus, we haven't talked about him in how long? We're not going to. It's Christmas. Well, thank time. God for that. That's my Christmas <laughs> gift to you. I thank you. I appreciate that. So anyway, I, I you know, and and uh, you know, as you were just coming on, I don't know how much you heard, but I, I, I kind of, um, I, I, I kind of want to get like we want to get the allotment. I want to send something into space. Maybe not a meat pie, but maybe we can get like, you know, we can put our heads together, get a hot air balloon or a weather balloon, whatever those things are called, and and we can send a a jelly deals, live jelly deals out into space and see how long they live. Big D has like got the Phillips out on his microphone right now. We will be able to get those jelly deals back. How do we get them back? Well, I, I, you know, that's an interesting question because we, we need to... How do they get that meat pie back? Because they want to see if it's easier to eat in space. I, I can't see there. They can never get the thing back. I don't well, know. How, how are they sending it up in space to begin with? On a weather balloon. Oh, it's okay. like 30 kilometers, 100,000 feet in the air right now. Okay. A meat and potato pie. It, it's from a place like four hours. Do away. airplanes not fly higher than that or not? I have no idea, Stu, but it, I, I, I picked that story because it's from England and everything weird is from England. Except for you missed it, Big B. There was Mexicans playing in the snow. They were all here for a swimming event. It was like they just saw, you know, a thousand naked virgins before them or something. The fucking snow. We're all bitching about it. And these Mexicans are, are Facebook living back to Tijuana or whatever. Or Cuba. All right. We got a lot of stuff to cover. cover. All thanks to Choo Choo Stew tonight. Oh, I can't wait. Except for except for our, our um, uh, Take the Bait, which is coming up. I don't know if you know this because you were, you were away today. But Uncle Albert, or Professor Albert, as he calls himself now, has been getting kind of... Uh, I don't want to say hostile, but he's been getting like aggressive uh, to the fact that that he is the uh, take the bay champion, which he is. He's now putting videos on Cave Crew Radio on Facebook. Oh, really? Which, by the way, folks, any of you can join. Just go on Facebook and search uh, Cave Crew Radio. Oh, Mrs. B is here. See, she always puts up a good challenge. She hasn't used any big words yet, thank God. I don't know if I'm up to it. Trying <laughs> all these toys we have now on our video, I, I, I don't want. I don't want to fuck things up. <laughs> um, uh, she does say, "Yay, Stu! Welcome back." Yay, Stu! There you go. Everyone's so happy. I mean, Everyone even the guest last week, Stu. Even the guest last week was saying you're his favorite. Uh, I was chuffed for that. So now, I, th- I think to... he has a man crush on you. Uh, yeah. I think, I think he, he would... It's understandable. It's understandable. I think he would secretly bear your children if he could. Now, now, Stu, now, now that all that shit's off your camera, what the fuck kind of shirt is that? Did your wife bleach it or... It's funny you should mention that. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is my Christmas Hawaii look. oh fucking blue Christmas if I had gone on, on a cruise this uh, this Christmas 
this is the shirt I would have been more wearing. You're looking very thin, by the way, these days, Stu. You sure you're eating? I'm not looking thin. I'm very fat, and I'm going to be going on a on a big diet and health kick in the new year. Oh God, we'll be following that. Maybe we'll have a new segment: Stu's Health Kick of the Week. (laughs) Wait, may I ask quickly, since since uh, I haven't uh, been on uh, since the beginning, what was wrong with Stu's internet? Oh, do tell. Do tell. Well, when the bloke, it's funny because when the bloke came here last week, right, he had this sort of like, like a calculator type machine or something. And he That's waved for your bill, of, Stu. That's for your bill. No, but he waved <laughs> it in front of my, uh, my, my router or router, as you call them over there. Uh-huh. And he said, yeah, look, you're, you're only getting 59. You should be getting 64. And I just think, is this bloke bullshitting me or what? And then he goes, where's your TV box? And he went to the TV box and waved it in front of that. He said, yeah, you're only getting 36 or something like that. And I just thought, hey, you're bullshitting me. But anyway, he said it's safe with the box over the road in the street. But uh, lo and behold, I'm here and I'm not cutting out. So that's good. And he phoned me tonight to to say that it should be working. And it is. Greatest Christmas present ever. Absolutely. It's... Uh... I don't understand what he means by you should get 64, but you're only getting 56. No, do I? And I, when he left, I thought, what the hell was he talking about? I have not got a clue. And poor Stu, by the way, if you haven't been with us for the past six weeks, folks, he's gone out and purchased new uh, routers. He's He's gotten new modems. He's, he's replaced all the wires in his house. He's gotten new microphones. I think he, he's, like, reformatted his computer twice. And... He's broken into his neighbor's house and stolen the Wi-Fi. That was my favorite part. <laughs> and actually, tonight, I actually uh, texted him and asked him for his uh, all his uh, details for his internet so that I could jump on there, like, you know. And then 10 minutes later, I get a call from the internet man saying it's all working. So now it's, I've got a double present, really, because I've got all his Wi-Fi codes and... Uh, and plus, my own internet's working fine, so I don't even need to use my internet anymore. So now, so now you can start screwing the fucker again. Yeah, I can start downloading stuff. You know, and you guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys all say, you say how nice Canadians are. But Stu broke into the guy's house, made a mess of his living room. We've got this all on video. And he then asked the guy if he can borrow his internet password, and the guy gives it to him. Why, why didn't we... What I didn't realise was when I when before he moved in, there was an old lady there that gave me her key to the back door so I could come in and out and feed the cat and stuff like that. And uh, I've still got that key. Wait, so he never changed the lock on his house? No, it's the, on the back door. No, no, I've still got it. So, so he thought the old lady trashed the house. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Mrs. Back. B, Mrs. B in the chat room says, uh, "Up next, urethal." I can't even pronounce this. Urethal birthing. <laughs> How does one borrow a passcode? Uh, Mrs. Uh, B says. Well, yeah. I, I just asked him. Could I? Could I lend it to you? Can I lend it from you? Can I borrow it? Just for a little while. I'll give it back. <laughs> yeah, I promise I won't keep it. Anyway, it's fantastic. We got the stew cam going. More glorious than ever. Uh, thanks to our donation, and now we can hear what he says. And, and that microphone that I was looking at, 
it doesn't sound half bad, and it, it's not a bad price. That's the snowball, right? Yeah, I mean, it's cheap as chips. It does what it right. says on the packet, I suppose, you know. You sound good. You sound clear. You sound, you know. I don't think a $1,000 mic like Big B has don't, won't do you any good. I'm beginning to Wait, think what? now that these turrets and all this shit, it was just your, your, your internet that was throwing, like, electrical shocks through your body or something. I think it was. I was getting a few shocks from it. <laughs> all right, uh, Stu, because we, we got things we got to do here. We got so much. And, and I don't even know why I bother anymore because I send over to the guys before the show. Here's some stories in case we need them. In case we run out of things to say. I don't think we've needed a story in several weeks. No, it's been... Uh, uh, we need you to go back to the allotment. We need you to... Since you're such a break-in artist, uh, we need you to break into the office at the allotment and get us some more of those minutes. We'll go back through... We'll start a whole new show. The office is actually like a, a storage container, like a shipping container. Well, fucking put and it in the back of your trunk and, and bring it to the studio. We'll have a ball with those minutes. I can and just I imagine what Mrs. Allotment. I still want one of the lots on the allotment. Well, now with this new camera we got going, we'll, we'll, we'll get a banner made that says, you know, donate so we can get. And how much? How many pounds is an allotment per per year? Uh, it's about 60 quid a year, 70 quid a year. It's not, and it's what's not a quid? Much. Is that a penny or a nickel? Or I, a, pound, a pound. It's a, it's a couple of quid a week, a couple of pounds a week. All right, so, you know, 70, 70, uh, 70 pounds a year. Yeah, about, so about, about 200 bucks probably. Yeah, yeah. It's not, even, not, it, you know. it's not even that. Well, yeah, it's probably 110 bucks or whatever it is. Yes, we have, um, the, we have the power of the American dollar. I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> well, I have the power of the American dollar. You have the loony. But we're all one and together. Look, I'm going to take you over to the stew cam here for a minute again. Three flags. That is the flag of the cave. I'm going to get somebody to design that for us. The three flags united as one. That is that is absolutely true. So, look, he's even got a fucking American flag on the stew cam now. Anyway, um, <laughs> Stu, lead us into – take that thing off your fucking face – Lead us into this call with uh, Auntie Margie or Marge or whatever it is. Margaret. Margaret. Okay, I've got it teed it's, up. Just tell us what's happening here. It's my very sweet auntie who has been texting. She's 86. Uh, she was 86 yesterday. And she's been texting me for about the last eight, nine years since I sent her a text when Will went on a family holiday to, to say meet us at the at the bar or something like that she's been texting me every day so i phone her quite often and i phoned yesterday just to wish her a happy birthday and i actually never got to do that because she's she's quite erratic in her speech on the telephone so uh yeah i mean you'll hear it and you'll understand she is remember an 86 year old sweet lady and she's a very lovely lady but very funny on the phone as well Okay, so let's uh, let's key this up, uh, ladies and germs. We have uh, my foot stuck in a cord. There we go. Um, okay, so here is the audio of uh, of Auntie March. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I can't talk very long. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Didn't you hear me all right? No, 
I'm, I'm get, get, getting ready. So thank you. I, thank, I, I didn't... I can't... Is it, uh, where are you phoning from? One second. Oh, not... One second. One second. Hold up. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear that. There was a lot of uh, distraction. <coughs> yeah, sorry about no, that. No, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Out, are you? Happy yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm, yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm not on my way. I'm just get, getting. I, I mean, I've been just lately. I'm sorry I haven't texted you much lately. You know, yeah. um, uh, no, but I, I am get, get, I'm looking for something now. I haven't been all that well actually. I've been sneezing a lot, you know. But, oh. but no, but no, no I, I am. Um, I didn't see your text. Um, Look, getting ready to go to, 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 I didn't know what I was doing actually there, no, but I wanted to thank you for your text, you know, your text, yeah, yeah. you sent me, it was very, not, very, very nice of you, and um, uh, I'm going to Wendy. Oh, okay. But, so, uh, no, and I'll just, just get on to it because I was hoping to get there a bit early, but I and I've just told a lot, I said I, I'll be, I'll be, I probably won't be there till later, yeah, you yeah. know, later on, I, and I wanted to give you a ring, uh, give you a ring, you know, um, and tell you that I was go I was going, yes, yeah. and then, yeah, yeah, so I'm been a bit of a muddle, you know, I've been a bit, and I, and I can't, looking for something, and I've been a little bit of a muddle this morning, you know, but, you yeah, no, yeah, no, I was just going to say to you, yeah, I got that small, uh, yeah, yeah, no, thank you ever so much. No, no yes, I, I have actually a, a friend. No. <laughs> she doesn't let you get a word in edgewise. <laughs> no, I, usually I just put the phone down and sort of like go back about five minutes later because she, the bless her, she's, she's all sort of wound up, you know, and you just got to let her unwind. And after about five minutes or so, she's fine. But at the beginning of the phone call, she's like that all the time. And uh, no, I'll just, bless her, bless her. That's all I can say. How old did you say she was? She's eighty-six. Eighty-six. My, my my favorite part is now I'm going to start stuttering just from listening to her. <laughs> she seems very wound up. It's not even like a little bit. No, but like I, was, I was like, I was I was looking, I, I, I was I was I was I was I'm going and. and I don't know what I'm doing, she says. <laughs> <laughs> We're not here but to she's a lovely, She's a lovely lady, and uh, I'll be taking her to a little gig in January, so there's more to come. Uh, Stu and Auntie Margaret at a, at a gig, live in London. Now, she's probably going to talk through the whole thing, and you're <laughs> not going to be able to hear anything because of the uh, because of the music. What kind I of music are gonna, you taking her to gonna see? She's going to try and get hold of the performer. Yeah, what, what, what type of concert are you taking her to see? I'm going to fucking it's stutter like a, for the rest of this show now. It's a country. <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's I'm, a country. It's a country and western gig. Well, she'll have fun with that. She'll have fun with that. Yeah, she was. She was a hoot. And then when she told me she wasn't feeling well, um, she says, uh, she says to you. Uh, <laughs> she says, "I'm just watching Stu on the fucking camera." Uh, she says to you, I, "I haven't been feeling well at all. I'm sneezing. I fucking <laughs> sneeze every day." <laughs> well, when you're 86 and you sneeze, you could break a hip doing that. So I guess. <laughs> throw your back you watch out. out. You throw your back. Uh, Professor Albert in the chat room tells us it's going to be 86-86 for the allotment. And then whatever the seeds, uh, 
you know, we'll pick something to grow, marijuana or something, I don't know. How's the climate there we for We should make for a profit pot? on the marijuana, at least, shouldn't we? Yeah, how's the, well, then we can get our money back. Because it's not legal in England yet, is it? The Queen hasn't legalized it. No, but I need to get sort of like a feed to the electricity for all those uh, sort of sun lamps to, to help grow the marijuana. Well, I can just see us at plot 42A, and, and Stu's got the, the, the lamps, <laughs> the halogen lamps blowing. That can be seen from the moon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moon, moonlit marijuana, moonlight-grown marijuana. <laughs> Instead of moonshine, it's going to be moonlight wacky. You better see it from Google Earth. Oh, fuck, yeah. We need an allotment. We need to get a, a picture of Stu's allotment on Google Earth. You you got to get us a, a picture of the allotment, um, and we can we can post it up. Um, so is, is does somebody have the allotment next to yours? Oh, he's got yeah, his neighbors. Yeah, the case is a mental case. Now, do you guys ever get into like allotment battles where you know you start throwing like tomatoes? Uh, the case next to us is a total nutter, absolute psycho. He doesn't even talk. He don't talk to me whatsoever. He just walks straight past. And he's probably got the finest me. manicured uh, allotment in 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 the allotment. I mean, you you think I'm a nutter? This guy is mental. He's got he's got his own little uh, caravanette. You know, one of these motorhomes that he drives about. He's, he lives on his own. Well, we he's, call that a Winnebago. Yeah, he's got a little a mini Winnebago. Uh, what the he fuck spends most one? of the summer at allotment playing darts. One hundred and eighty. He does. Now wait a minute. He he, he plays darts in his at Winnebago the at the allotment. It's almost like he goes camping there for the weekend. Or yeah, it is, and he lives about he lives about two minutes walk from there. Oh. He plays darts at the allotment. Give us another 180. 180. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that more like this? 180. That's it, yeah. You've got that cracked. I watch we it. Need, we, need to, uh, uh, we need to get Stu to contact the BBC and pitch uh, a new TV show called Allotment Wars. Yes. Because I know there's plenty of them. It's been done. Can we can we do can we do something where 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 you know we have a, a Christmas decoration who, who decorates their shed best or <coughs> their, their yeah. mini Winnebago? I'm I'm trying to Google Winnie mini Winnebagos right now. Hope brews the best beer there. On the moonshine allotment moonshine. So 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 wait a minute. There, there's more going on than just uh, vegetables and 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 fruit. Oh, there's all sorts going on. So, so what, they have, like, allotment methamphetamines, too? What are they doing over there? Oh, man, I mean, sometimes, I mean, the rule the rule of thumb is that you don't trespass on anyone else's allotment. And if you're in allotment 1A, you walk straight to 1A. You must not go via, you know, any other pathway to get to your allotment. You must not walk past anyone's allotment. Okay, so so that's the only rule. You so you can grow. By, so so you got to take the long Make way. To, wait a minute. So if you're in allotment one A, 
and I'm down at 62. Like, is there trails? Like, Yeah, there's trails. You must never go. If you're in 1A, you must never basically see anyone else's allotment apart from 1A and the ones that are beside you or in front of you. But you got to get us pictures of this shit. Like, is there big 18-feet walls separating the allotment? Like, do people build fences and shit, electrical... uh... I was categorically told never to wander past where I my allotment is. That's probably just you, though, not anyone else. <laughs> Except the other day when I took my dog there and I let her off the lead, which is uh, frowned upon, and my dog saw a cat and I was chasing her all over the bloody place there. I was up and down rows and my dog was... The cat was going. It was like a carry-on film. I, I, got, a great, I, I got a great idea what else we could do with these Patreon donations. And these PayPal donations, we can get Stu one of those cameras that the people in sports wear. The um, I made a pro cat, the GoPro, a GoPro, yes, GoPro, and we and we just follow the fucking Stu cam around everywhere, everywhere. Apparently, your son uh, is refusing to sleep because he's discovered his tongue. <laughs> he he's he's, Wait, he's a pint-sized Gene Simmons. This is according to your wife in the chat. His tongue. I have a pint-sized Gene Simmons in my wonderful. More things, for, more of a reason for him not to sleep. Great. Oh, Lord. Folks, help us get Stu a, a GoPro. All right, Stu, we got to move it because we still got to take the bait here. Um, tell us about the, uh, the second call as I queue it up here. Yeah, I'm not too sure how clear it's going to come out, but just as I was walking out the front door this evening, I had a call, uh, one of the various cold calls I get throughout the day. And I, I, I don't know if it comes out very clear, but I just started asking him, what is he wearing? I said, in a, in a sort of low, deep voice, I said, what are you wearing? And uh, I just wanted to find out and uh, act a bit like a pervert. And, well, you listen to the rest of what he says. Even if you don't hear what I say, I think he repeats it. Yeah, let's go to the audio here. Um, uh, This, folks, is uh, the telemarketer that called Choo Choo Stew in England. I'd, uh, Mr. Ramsden. Hello, how are you doing? Not bad, how are you doing? Thank you very much for asking. Uh, You're speaking speaking to Zika from ICS. Uh, just a quick call to it there in relation to damages that was caused to your vehicle in the last three years. What are you wearing? Was your vehicle... Pardon? What are you wearing? What am I wearing? A suit... Pardon? What? Yeah? You know what, you know what's going on here? This is uh, sexual abuse over the phone. Sexual harassment over the phone. Say that again. Say that again. What's that? What's the way, Aaron? Right, no problem. Just bear with me one second. Okay. Sorry. Hello. Hi there, my name's Alex, I'm one of the managers. Hello. I didn't catch that last part, I, I thought I heard sexual harassment. Yeah, that man's trying to sexually harass me, wants to know what I was wearing. I think it's very inappropriate. And if uh, who wants to know what you was wearing? 
I don't know the man, but when my daddy gets home, he's going to be very upset. When, I play when your daddy gets home, when my daddy you, sound like home. A you sound like a full-grown man. No, I'm not. You when sound like one. When my dad gets home, he's going to tell you off. Okay. I have a no problem. I'll make sure your number gets taken off for you, all right? Here's the funny part. <laughs> we got a telemarketer accusing of suing <laughs> a, a potential customer. <laughs> I like I like the part <clears throat> because you could barely hear Stu at certain parts. It made him sound creepy. So, <laughs> so you just hear Stu in the background. Say that again. Say that again. Like he was, like he was jerking off over it. Say that. <laughs> and, and, and if Stu's wife wasn't in the other room and he had to whisper, he could have really played. Well, I am quite young, but I do have, I do have hair <laughs> on my balls. <laughs> oh my God. Choo choo Stu. You, and you, you record every call you get. I do. And I, I only started recording them. I've got an app that records all the calls. And I thought, I'm going to record every telemarketer. And I've done one last week. and But to be honest, it, it came out even worse than that. But it was like a, about an accident I'd had. And I was trying to explain that. I said, I think it was my own fault. I said, I was getting a blowjob while I was going down the motorway. And, uh, <laughs> and that's why I crashed the car. But they, they cut off straight away. They didn't really uh, linger. How about, how about this? Much. Ladies and gentlemen, Juju Stills, a phone call of the week. <laughs> I mean, if you record every call you get, you've come up with a couple of gems tonight. Oh, well, I'm hoping so, and I've got to learn to speak a bit louder so uh, so that it gets recorded well. Well, yeah, no, no, the other people uh, do a great job of what you're... Uh... Oh, you're going to. Uh, Professor Albert, you're sending me uh, links to uh, GoPros, and, and I cannot look during the show. I, I, I'm also, um, I know I sound like a hot shot, but I'm also producing things at my end, video and audio. So <laughs> and I, I'm sure it's difficult having chats on Facebook. The, the best part I, you I'm missed, sure. uh, sorry, Big B, I got to tell you this before I forget. The best part yeah. you missed was, and I could have swore he was in the chat room last week, was Professor, I'm, I'm getting keyed up. The Choo Choo Stew's doing a Periscope on Twitter, and I'm trying to tell him to stop it so we can start the show. And Uncle Albert is, is pinging me um, that that he, he can't get into the website because we changed it. <laughs> there is a bright yellow fucking thing that says, enter the website here. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Anyway. Um that's good to have you back, Stu. You've, you've definitely carried your load after uh, missing a week there. <sighs> you got some wacky people over there. I could, I could talk about that damn allotment for days on end. <laughs> you need to get an allotment. That's that's what you need. I wonder if Dude, there's anything. I want an allotment. But I wonder if there's anything like on National Geographic or, or BBC uh, where we could learn more about these allotments because we don't have them in North America. We have like um, community gardens and stuff like that. If you live in an apartment, but you know, I, I, 
if I want to grow vegetables, I got to either buy a farm or, or grow them in my own yard. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. That's what we do here. Or like, you know, people, some people that live in an apartment building will, uh, turn the roof into like a, uh, of just a building garden. So everybody in the building will go up and, you know, plant something, whatever. Right. Um, or, on, or on their or balcony or on their balcony, you know, on their balcony, they'll grow things out of little pots. Right. Yeah. But allotments. It's so, it's almost like something we'd learn in, 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 uh, history class. <laughs> right. Back in 1732, uh, you would have to go to an allotment to grow your fresh vegetables. Because I, I'm quite sure. And you have a backyard. I'm quite, yeah, and he has a backyard, which he cemented the whole thing, if you ever see any of his pictures. But I'm sure if we went to Mrs. B on this one, um, uh, in history, there was a, there was, I remember learning it in like grade six, which was many years ago. Where, where one guy would own all these plots of land and he had a certain name and, and then the other people kind of just, they, they, they worked on the land, but they had to give him a certain portion. I'll get over to Mrs. B on it. She'll, uh, she'll help me. I, 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 I will be right back. I have, I have a child emergency. Okay. Child emergency. emergency. So when Big B returns, we will do, uh, uh, take the bait if he isn't too long. If not, Stu, you and I will have to. Uh... But yeah, like, can you get us a copy of the rules of the allotment? I will do. I'll, I did ask my wife if she had the, does she get the minutes of the meetings on email, but apparently not. They're only posted on the fence. So uh, I will <laughs> try and get a copy of the... Well, their internet's probably as bad as yours. So I, I but I mean. I'd imagine so. Do 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 they? they uh oh, we got hot vomit everywhere, Mrs. V says. Okay, we're, we're going to get to Stu and I will do the um, uh, the people who ruled the serfs were lords, I believe. So instead of servants, they were called lords or serfs, and the lord was the the king of the allotment. This is what we would learn about in in history. I thought that, that that was gone with the days of like like Wiccans and, and witchcraft and shit. No, 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 no. It's all it's all uh, it's all very much happening in East London, and probably the other place, places in the country as well. But definitely happening near me. Fascinating. I, I really do. Big B's back, covered in puke. Big B is back from the vomitorium. All is all is well, Big B. Uh, I had to go find a, uh, a drop shop. of brandy. Didn't go all the way upstairs. I, I, I thought we we had vomit accident going on here. Yes, we, that's upstairs. Well, we had Mrs. Oh, B in chat. Now she's gone again. Um, all right. So you're okay though. Yeah, yeah I'm fine. All right. <laughs> You'll take the duty after the show. You've got vomit over your left shoulder there. Yeah, toss a little vomit for good luck. <laughs> a little vomit over the left shoulder. All right, let's get into this before we get that disturbed. Here is uh, Take the Bait. All right. 
audio is skipping like that today. Anyway, um, for those of you that are new to this, this is uh, a segment we call uh, Take the Bait. Uh, get the little uh, poster up there. Uh, where we give you two stories. One is true, one is false. And uh, you have to decide uh, which is which. And like we were saying earlier, Professor Albert there in the chat room, uh, he has been uh, the reigning champion this far. So mm-hmm. let's... Uh, I, I got to bring mine up. So who's ready? I have mine. I can He's eating those fucking pork guts or whatever again. Pork scratchings. Fuck. What are you eating, Stu? I'm not eating. I'm just... I was just getting my uh, oh, paper, paper ready. Okay. Open at the appropriate pages. That's exactly the same sound uh, your, your what do you call, makes. Your, those things you were munching on the one night. The pork scratchings. The pork scratchings. I ate them last night. I couldn't wait. I love England. I, I've got to get I, to England someday. I, 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 you know, I have, I have Irish roots, but I think I'd rather go to England. I've learned so much. Um, all right, Big B, take us away. Take the bait. Okay. Story number one. Story number one. Um, coming out of the NFL. Oh, cool. Sports. Uh, yes. Uh, citing uh, players' responsibility to represent themselves and the league in a professional manner, uh, the NFL announced a new set of regulations Monday governing the attire that players are allowed to wear during court dates. Uh, we do know that, you know, players, uh, several players have been fined and, uh, or, or whatever and have to appear in court. Uh, so the NFL is setting rules, um, uh, to, uh, for what they wear. It says effective immediately. All players will be expected to adhere to our official dress code when appearing in front of a judge in all civil and criminal matters, uh, with violators subject to fines and other penalties, said Commissioner Roger Goodell. Uh, who added that players would undergo uh, inspections prior to entering courtrooms to ensure compliance uh, with measures that would reportedly ban all jewelry, loafers, and uh, pinstriped clothing, uh, in addition to outlining the acceptable choice of suit cuts and fabrics. Uh, we have also included a list of the league's pre-approved suit brands that players may, may select from their day in court. Uh, by setting these strict, strict and clear standards, we're uh, helping our players to set a dignified and respectful tone when attending uh, any type of uh, uh, judicial hearing. Uh, that's basically it. Well, I'd like to start the ball rolling here with uh, why would they have to be in court? Have I missed something there? Well, I mean, you know, athletes followed the NFL. There's got to be 18 people per team in court at any given time, be it an actual crime or or a paternity suit or something. Right. Yeah. Either there's uh, in the offseason, these players uh, have gun arrests, uh, you know, because they're, they're either caught speeding and then they find a gun on them or they shoot themselves you know, things, things like that, or there's assaults that happen. You know, some players, uh, you know, will drink too much and, and assault somebody else. Um, there's one, one player who just got sentenced to, uh, I don't, 12 or 20 years for rape. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of yeah. things. These players yeah. are in court. Underage girlfriends, etc. 
Uh, sure, why not? That I haven't heard, but, uh, but, you know, as DK as said, they're in court a lot. Okay, and pinstripe suits are no go, yeah? Uh, according to the NFL, I, it's, they, they, they don't want pinstriped clothing, uh, so they, 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 they're, well, you know, the NFL controls a lot of how you dress pre-game, uh, how you dress for post-game interviews, your post-game press conferences and so forth. So I guess this is just, they're just moving that in now to, uh, court dates. I've heard enough, Your Honor. Okay. Um, I got I do have to say something. Yeah. The general manager of, of the Toronto Maple Leafs, which is a hockey team, uh, Lou Lamorello comes from the New Jersey Devils. He's like 75 years old. He doesn't allow them to grow facial hair. Um, he's very, very strict. So I, there are rules. This seems a little extreme to me. Um, yeah, well, the, the Yankees, uh, you know, in baseball have a poli- have a no facial hair policy. I really don't have any questions. I'm going to rest my case on this one to hear the second one, but you're talking about like shooting themselves and all this other shit that's going on. Who was the dude? Uh, I believe he was from the Giants who blew his fingers off with with fireworks. Well, uh, well, you brought up. Well, I brought up, and then you reiterated shooting yourself first. Uh, that was uh, Plaxico Burris, the wide receiver who shot himself. Uh, in the leg in a nightclub and was sentenced to a couple of years in prison because that's an automatic sentence here in New York if you have a gun illegally. Uh, the player that blew half of his hand off basically was uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, which is a linebacker for the New York Giants. Does he still play? Is he like that like that, that no. cleft foot kicker from New Orleans back in the day? <laughs> yes, he still plays. He, he, he came back last year with a big fucking club, basically. His whole hand was wrapped in, it looked like a huge club. Uh, coming into this season, I guess they made a specialized glove for him. So, you know, it's not a huge club anymore, but uh, yes, he is playing. Imagine him with the club. I wonder how many personal fouls the guy got. I'm oh, it was up. huge. <laughs> I'm getting off topic. I'm sure, they got, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they have pictures of it somewhere, but his, I mean, his hand was literally wrapped up like a, like a, like a club. Yeah, bam, 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 bam. Right. <laughs> Guy comes by, woofs him on the head with a club. Guy could get a field goal with his hand. <laughs> Basically. Anyway, I'm going to pass. Go on to story number two. Okay, story number two. On. Actually, before uh, you go on to story number two, is it illegal to carry in, in the state of New York? Or you have to have yes. a license? You have to have a license, but can you can you can you carry concealed weapons? Because like I know in other states, some of them you have to have you have to have a carry conceal permit, right? Which is almost impossible to get in the fire. (laughs) So Um, so basically, he he didn't have the carry to conceal permit, and he didn't know how to use the gun. Well, the the his story was actually interesting. It brought up a whole bunch of Second Amendment things because he was. Uh, licensed to conceal carry in Florida, um, which is where he lives. He had the gun with him in New York, which he doesn't have the license to conceal carry. Uh, it went off at some nightclub. He shot himself. Um, and if you are carrying a gun illegally and you get arrested for it, it carries a, 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 a mandatory uh, uh, two-year jail sentence, I think. Now, so I, is, I'm a, I guess that the answer to that would be when in Rome. 
I guess. Okay. Anyway, folks, remember the story is, before Big B continues, uh, it's got nothing to do with the guy that shot himself or the, the other club hand guy. It is simply uh, the NFL players are now to follow a dress code uh, when they make court appearances. Yes. And just court appearances, nothing else. That In this story, yes, it was it was just court date attire. Okay. All right, carry on. Okay, story number two. Uh, Jose Canseco wants to be America's next Fed chairman, chairman of the Federal Reserve. Uh, It says uh, Janet Yellen has made it clear that she plans to stay on as chair of the Federal Reserve until the end of her term in January 2018, despite criticism from President-elect Donald Trump. Uh, But with a year and a month ago, someone else is already battling uh, for her position, former All-Star slugger Jose Canseco. The retired baseball player declared his desire via Twitter this weekend in a direct appeal to uh, Trump. Uh, they pull up some tweets here. It says, hey, little buddy, at real Donald Trump, uh, good pick on Bobby for Japan. I would be open to ambassador for, for of Cuba job or Fed chair. See you soon. Uh, it says, Canseco also put forward his credentials. Hey, Don, uh, can help you with press two when I was CEO of Canseco Financial uh, was on CNBC with uh, somebody um, a lot. A very nice lady. Uh, let's see. Another one. Hey, brother, uh, give me control of the Fed and we will make economy great again. Dow at 40K in four years. Uh, that's it, basically. Jose Canseco once is uh, making a play to be the next Federal Reserve Chairman. Before we go to the questions, I just want to show you folks something here on, on, on the camera. If you can't, just imagine in your mind. Both my pens ran out of fucking ink. And if you know this show, taking notes is very important. Did you know this old trick? I, I don't know where I learned it. Maybe Stu taught me. You light a lighter at the end of the pen, and the ink starts uh, working again. So this was... So really, the, the, the only source of this is via a tweet. They, they haven't actually met, like, everyone, like, I mean, uh, what's his name? Kanye was at Trump Tower this week. They haven't actually met yet. It was just... Not that I've seen, no. So the basis of the story is is that Jose Consenco sent a tweet saying, hey, brother, I'll, I'll take this. Why he picked the Federal Reserve, I have no idea, but... Um, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good. So via okay. tweet. Twitter is a powerful medium. Over to you, uh, Stu. Uh, I'm all good. I've heard uh, Big B stories, and uh, I've made my mind up. All right, so um, (coughs) two good sports stories. They stay in the chat. Uh, Those Mm -hmm. of you in the chat that uh, that want to vote, you go right ahead. I'm going to go right off the the bat here, uh, Stu. I'll go first, and I am going to vote that... uh, I want to vote number two is true because I, I could kind of go for the dress code. Like, you know, you can't show up with, you know, you know, 15 inch rope chains and shit like that. You, you know, you got to dress proper in court to represent, you know, the NFL. I would think that would be more of a team by team thing, though. I don't know that it would be something that, that is done by the entire league. And, and I can't see why pinstripe suits were. Waved out. So if Jose Canseco 
I don't think he's going to get it, but if it was just done via tweet, I will vote for uh, story number two. Story number two being true. Story number two being being true. Okay. Um, okay, and uh, on a similar sort of angle, I can't see... I mean, fashion goes in and out like the wind, doesn't it, really? So uh, I would say number one is false and number one is true. I can't see how they can sort of dictate of what people can, can and can't wear. Okay, you really. just said, in, 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 in typical Stu double-talking fashion, mm-hmm. that number one is false and number one is true. We don't play that way, <laughs> okay? <laughs> we, we, we don't play that way. Uh, just waiting on Mrs. B's vote in the chat. So you're saying story two is true. I am saying story true. Two is true. All right. Uh, Story true is two. Professor Albert also votes for number two, uh, being the true one. Uh, and we've lost Mrs. B again. So basically the three votes are in, uh, Big B. Uh, bear with me one sec. See, he is eating something. Look. It wasn't his paper. Are those Lay's potato chips? Those are, those have to be pork scratchings. No, you're showing us the back of the bag, Stu. We can't. Uh, <laughs> it's a bag. It's a, it's blue a bag. baby blue no-name bag. It's those uh, chips where you get a bag of salt. Okay, wait a minute. We're playing a game right now, but you've got to be fucking kidding me. They <laughs> they give you the chips without the salt, and you can add as much as you want. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I've never changed everybody. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, they're called salt and shake. I'm so you put the salt in fucking and you shake them lamp right now. Salt okay. your own. They're called these are these are the sort of budget version. I'm lo- a budget version where they give you the salt separately. Salt shake and enjoy. I, I'm losing my mind over here, Big B. <laughs> we'll go back to that at the very end of the show. I have, honest to God. If I had to pick which potato trip was real and which was fake, you've got to send me a picture, like, from the internet of those fucking add your own salt to chips. I, I, that's a fucking first. I mean, I hear about getting, like, a, a side of ketchup when you order a burger and shit like that, but I've never heard of buying potato chips that you got to salt <laughs> yourself. Looks like it's a fucking bag of cocaine coming out of there. Anyway, let me test my sound effects, because... Hang on here. So, okay, that's the true one. All right. Big B, is story number one true or is story number two false? Wait, Everyone what? is all in on story number two. So, story number one, I will tell you, is false. We got it. So... Each of us, Big B, you did not fool anybody. Professor Albert with one, DK with one, and and Stu with one. I just figured there's a flaw in the system because we need to get Professor Albert on this show with two stories of his own because he technically has an extra story to each of us. So, So we're playing on a handicap here. 
You guys, but I'm, I, I, Bigby's still in shock about the fucking chips that come with the salt. <laughs> Never fucking heard of anything like that in my life. If you oh, told me that yeah. story as, as, as a take the bait, I would have called it false. <laughs> Look, Stu's getting ready to read his first story and he's holding up a National Enquirer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you want to yeah. go next, Stu, or you want me to? Oh, sorry, go on. No, you go ahead. Yeah, you, you enjoy your... And don't forget to add a little salt into those chips. All right, I also have two stories, folks. One is true, one is false. Um, story number one uh, comes from the, uh, the Daily Mail, one of my favorite newspapers. Uh, apparently, a grandma selling lifelike dolls has to convince police she is not selling real babies. Uh, the story goes on to read, uh, Kathy Cadell, who paints and sells the dolls, uh, was reported as a suspected human trafficker. The grandmother from Sheffield Lake in Ohio was at home chatting with her grandson online when police came knocking. The officer said, there's a report of you selling a baby. To which Mrs. Cade replied, "Are you kidding me?" And there, there, there's pictures of these of these babies, and and they look quite real. Uh, she later found out that police had spent much of the day questioning all her friends. Uh, Mrs. Cade then handed one of the realistic dolls uh, to Sergeant Frank. Why are the names always so hard to pronounce? Goskesqui. Uh, in order to convince him that she wasn't actually sh- selling live infants. He left her property satisfied uh, she was not guilty of the accusations of human trafficking. Creating the dolls, which are made from vinyl, is something of a family tradition introduced to Mrs. Cato from her sister, Rachel Smith, by her mother, Dolores. Sorry, by her s- and her sister, Rachel Smith, by their mother, Dolores. Uh, Smith's creations are sold under a company named Bunny Bundles Reborns, and uh, they have been uh, featured in front-page spreads and are used as therapy dolls for patients with dementia and Alzheimer's. Story number one. Guys, any uh, questions? No, I have no questions. Baby has no question. So these babe, these babies were an aid for people suffering with dementia, dementia and Alzheimer's. Okay, and uh, that's all, Your Honour. Thank you. She apparently never went into custody, uh, but they apparently look so real um, that they have to uh, investigate. Wow, that was easy. All right, um, story number two, also from the same newspaper. Uh, apparently, a super honey cures all wounds. Uh, a super honey has been produced uh, that appears to cure all wounds and infections. Uh, the bioengineer's uh, product, I can't pronounce this word, Sergia Honey, was tested on babies, new mothers, cancer patients, and the elderly. Uh, for over a year in Hampshire hospitals. Uh, wounds and ulcers, including those infected uh, by MRSA, healed within days. 
Uh, it is also noted that the number of women who suffered infection after giving birth uh, via cesarean section uh, was cut in half. Uh, hang on here. Maybe by the pictures. Um, it has also been tested on soldiers returning from Afghanistan. And though it is not a hundred percent, I can't read that word either, but I'm saying I know it is not a hundred percent proven. Um, it is now on the market to treat such things as acne uh, and to protect the skin of cancer patients um, fitted with a catheter for chemotherapy therapy. Dr. Matthew Dryden, a consultant microbiologist at the Hampshire Hospital, uh, the NHS Foundation Trust, said uh, with further research, this could revolutionize uh, the world of wound care. Story number two. Maybe. So... They don't say how they apply it. It's not, is it ingested? No, or it's topical. It this is, this is, yeah, they, I, I, and I, I shouldn't, I should say I'm, I'm assuming, but all the wounds they're talking about are, are topical wounds. Uh, uh, people with a catheter, uh, babies' rashes, um, uh, a C-section would leave a wound on the outside. So this is a topical uh, treatment. Okay. And it's saying that it heals uh, quicker. Then I guess antibiotic cream or the you know. Okay. You, you usually have much more questions, Bigby. Uh, over to you, uh, Choo Still. It sounds like a bit of a sticky situation with this honey. <laughs> uh, exactly. I know it's got uh, it has got lots of healing properties, honey, because. Uh, my grandmother used it for her arthritis, but that was in like a capsule form. But um, I haven't really got any questions, to be honest. All right. Let me just double check. Uh, I should always check the chat room, see if they have any questions. But the... Uh, uh, okay. Well, Mrs. B is back in the game. See, now she's at a disadvantage to Professor Albert has one less story. Uh, all right, everybody, uh, uh, place your votes uh, there in the chat room. Uh, story number one is uh, Grandma accused of selling uh, live babies or human trafficking live babies. They're actually dolls for victims of Alzheimer's and dementia. And also on the medical front, uh, there is a new super honey uh, that is a topical wonder cream, let's say. Uh, Big B, what do you want to vote on? We've done a few stories very similar to number one. Uh, I remember one in particular where there was somebody, some doll hanging in the window, some house. People thought it was a dead body or whatever it was. Um, so I'm saying story number one is true just because we've done similar stories that are true. Okay. Valid, uh, valid point. Uh, over to uh, London, England. Uh, Stu, you've muted yourself. 
I have indeed. And for similar, uh, I thought similar... the fucking internet just went kaboom. I thought he was like, like on a nine volt battery for like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, I did mute myself there, but I'd say, uh, number one is true for similar reasons to Big B actually. And Mrs. B, uh, also, so we're getting clean sweeps, um, across the board here. As excellent as the stories are, um, is story number one true or false? Story number one is true, and I will uh, I will post you pictures. These babies are, and and I because I've been getting caught the last couple. No, that's not real. And like last week, I was accused of two fake stories and. I'm always trying to, you know, at the beginning of this, it was hard enough to find fake stories. Now you have to really double check that these fake stories are really fake or these true (laughs) stories are really true. And in fact, this woman does have a Facebook page and we we should get her on the show and and, uh, and chat with her. Uh, Yes, even though Honey uh, does have a lot of uh, healing properties. Uh, the super honey folks, um, don't go out and buy it uh, the next time you see an info commercial because it's not true. So uh, this gets interesting because now we have Mrs. B back in the game with one. Uh, Big B now has one. Uh, Stu has two. And Uncle Albert has two. But Stu's not going to be able to play this round. Look, we the other week we were talking about overtime. Now we got to figure out a way... You know, either Uncle Albert only can play in two rounds or we need to get an extra round or I don't know. Dear Dottie is awesome. I have no idea what that means. Anyway, uh, we're running overtime as it is. Stu, put away your... Here we go with my stories. This one is taken from the London Jewish Chronicle. The London Jewish Chronicle? Sorry? The London Jewish Chronicle. Okay. And this is a story. The headline is the first Jewish only vets to open in London. So it's called, it's a veterinarian place for, you know, to take your pets. And it's called Zubizona. It's not only the first Jewish only veterinarian surgery in the UK, but the first to perform the religious, uh, circumcisions on dogs and cats. Each circumcision will be carried out by a Jewish qualified and highly trained vets in the house in, uh, sorry, would be carried out by a Jewish qualified, highly trained vets and then house rabbi will be there to be, to bless the occasion. Zubizona has its own synagogue for services and blessings and its own catering department and banqueting facility for caterers for Jewish celebrations such as uh, pet bar mitzvahs for, for the boy pets and pet uh, and bat mitzvahs for girl pets. The surgery is open Monday, to, Monday through to Thursday for everyday pet care as well as uh, the circumcisions and other ceremonies. So that is really the story in a nutshell. So uh, it's pet uh, circumcisions. Over to, over to you guys. 
So, <laughs> I just find this ironic because Big B just went to a a very fancy banquet hall that hoses, uh, hosts a bowling alley. And now you're telling me about, and, and look, I, I know there's been stories come by us, like Big B would say, um, of uh, dogs are getting all these things. But a and, hall for fucking bar mitzvahs, and, and, and what did you call for the girl, a bat mitzvah? Yeah, like for the girl version, it's called a bat mitzvah. I think it's just like a ceremony. I'm not too sure on what the bat mitzvah. What the girls? Is, the, but... the girl Jews don't get presents. <laughs> anyway, listen <laughs> but, to me. Are you telling? And look, this is I had my dog's him. balls. I had my dog dog's balls cut off, but they're they're circumcising dogs. So basically, these dogs are running around with their cocks hanging out. Apparently, and it's. And it's also, it says, it helps prevent dog smelling. Like, you know, you get that dog smell sometimes, so the dogs don't smell. So it's just their pe penises that smell. So you're saying female dogs don't smell? <laughs> no, I, I'm not too sure what the bat mitzvah is. I, don't, I would have No, no, to I'm not worried about the fucking bat mitzvah. Uh, you're telling me that the smell, the odor of a dog can be cured by buying a female dog. No, no, the... <laughs> To cure the but to cure the smell of the sort of smelly dog, if you get your dog circumcised, that sort of half the battle won there. So, but, but you can't yeah, circumcise this, a female dog. I'm not going to smell my male dog. That I'm not saying. Verify I'm this, saying but. it's circumc circumcision for the male dogs. But they also, do you know, they how they do these religious ceremonies for the Jewish people. Yes, yes, we're well versed in in Hanukkah yeah. and all this unleavened bread and all this shit. So they do circumcisions, bar mitzvahs, they do weddings and funerals as well, like because they've got like a, um, they've got their own catering facility, and banqueting hall in the in the sort of within the building, as well as like a sort of mini synagogue, and their own uh, priest or uh, what rabbi in there. Uh, okay, um... and this is all in London. In Stamford Hill, which is uh, a very uh, prominent Jewish place in London, and Jews can be pretty strange people. Um, and this is from the London Jewish Chronicle. Miss, uh, Mrs. B says that a bat mitzvah is a girl considered of age to own her own sins. So basically, the 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 dog can take ownership of of the female dog can take ownership of stealing the food off the plate at this point. Once she has been through a bat mitzvah, if you've if you've got a, you know a, a Jewish a Chihuahua. Anyway, Big B, over to you. We're on radio. <laughs> I, I'm just it's blown my mind. Um, are there no animal rights activists upset about this that dogs are being circumcised? It hasn't said that. Obviously, this the London Jewish Chronicle is a paper of, uh, for Jewish people. So, um, and you, and you just found that. this lying on the train or something one night, right? But I mean, <laughs> news like that would get out somewhere, and you know, yeah, fucking, I mean, this was only last week. This has come out, so this has nothing to do with headlines. cats or budgies or anything else. It's just dogs. It, it does say the surgery is open. 
Monday to Thursday for everyday pet care as well. So although the headline says it's for Jew, uh, first Jewish only vets to open in London. So we've not only got the, the, the Mall of America bowling alley in Manhattan, we now have the Mall of America fucking pet. All you can, I suppose there's this little spot in the hallway that does grooming. <laughs> Fuck, homemade pet treats. Oh my All right, God. story number two, Stu. Story number two, please. All right, story number two. The headline is uh, dangerous but funny. Uh, this is a story from Jamaica, uh, from the Jamaica Observer. And it says, online readers have weighed in on a call by a donkey cart operators. A donkey cart? Uh, Donkey cart operators for more respect on the road following a crash involving a cart and a minibus on Friday. An article titled Donk- Donkey Cart Operators Angry. And what it is, I'll sort of, there is, it does go on and on, but basically the people are up in arms because road users are not respecting the donkey carts uh, that are using the road. And the donkey carts are obviously carrying, uh, as well as carrying people, they're carrying goods to and fro. Uh, it says, uh, let me just read a bit more. It says on here, I lost my serve. Here is, here are some edited co- uh, comments. We need justice. It's, it's an almost daily cry for Jamaicans who are either complaining about the lack of service, any service, or who are angry agents of the state whom they accuse of extrajudicial killings. Now, the cry for equality is coming from ang- from angry donkey cart operators, mostly farmers, it says, who travel on a busy Mandela Highway that links Kingston with St. Catherine and other parishes west of the capital. So what this is, it's all about uh, who's got... It's like in London, we have cyclists versus car owners, over there, they've got minibuses versus uh, donkey carts. What is uh, it with you and the minibuses and the mini Winnebagos and, uh, and in, in China, they have rickshaws. So, yeah, okay. Uh, you got anything, Big B? Um, no. Compared to the first story, I, you could have said that the Mount Rushmore is shitting gold coins and I would believe it over the first story. So no, I have no questions about the second story. Here's a funny thing though. I, 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 I've been to Jamaica a few times and, uh, I don't remember. I remember seeing, you know, cows and, and goats, uh, you know, on, on leashes in front of their houses. Um, they used to call the cows moo cows. I don't remember seeing any donkeys, although they might use. Um. Also, there was a there was a problem about the uh, the donkey cart operators traveling on the road outside the permitted time of six a.m. to six p.m. was another big problem. So they're sort of going over there a lot in time, apparently. So they've, which is they've, they've got curfews. They they have no street lights, but they have curfews. Um. I just wanted to throw something else out there. I know I've been getting off topic a lot tonight, but uh, you notice that uh, Big B and I use Google and either our tablets or computers for our stories, and Stu uh, still uses newspapers. <laughs> and he has one for each. 
a, a very good, very good uh, props. Um, I've been fooled too many times. I'm going to say story number one is true. Because I sometimes I think, this is too fucking bizarre. You know, I think Big B's caught me a few times. And it turns out to be real. And they, the, 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 the shit they do for dogs anymore. And pets. I will go story number one is, is, is true. I'll put it right now. Big B. Yeah, chat room, please vote. Uh, as I said, you could have said any story of story number two, and I would say it's true. So story number two is true. Story number one with circumcising dogs is completely false. So you have uh, in the chat room as well, uh, two and two, and Big B with two, and I'm going to go on a limb and try and tie Uncle Albert here uh, uh, with story number one. Uh, since more people voted for it, Stu... Um, is story number one or story number two? Or actually, just tell us, is story number two true or false? Story number two is true. That is quite an elaborate uh, story. Uncle Albert remains undefeated. Professor Albert, as he calls himself. But like you said, we have to figure out a way because he gets one more than everybody else. Yeah. I think next week uh, he is going to have to pick which, almost like a Hollywood Squares. Which two is he okay. going to... No, I'll go with that. Before we even begin Take the Bait, he has to pick which two out of the three of us he's going to... Going to go in. with. Yes. Yes. Like a Hollywood. So, so you know, yeah, or a match game. Any of those. Any of those games on TV, right? I I'm gonna go with DK and 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 Stu or whatever. Whoever he thinks his easiest pieces are from, um, he, he's gonna he's gonna go. So, actually, good. We didn't really stump the audience too well tonight. But that dog story was a fucking classic. <laughs> I don't know where you drum this shit up, Stu. Uh, anyway, uh, outro music for, uh, that's not the right music. Holy shit. Alright, we are running in serious overtime tonight. We're going to actually, uh, I'm going to have to like decrease the file size, um, of this, uh, of this show to get it to fit. Uh, now's the time. This is the fun part of the show, kids. I could go, I could go for another, we should have a telethon going. I, I still, these chips have not gone to bed yet. <laughs> now, are we all able, by the way, to hit next week's show, which would be the 22nd? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm good with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're all good? All right. I know you're working Christmas and New Year's and all that shit, too. All right, so the 22nd, last show. Of uh, 2016, uh, we will be here. Uh, if you have a um, Professor Albert says this was the hardest take the bait yet, but everybody was voting for the same story. I'm the only one that went against the grain to uh, just to try and do an upset. Anyway, uh, the hardest take the bait coming from the guy who couldn't figure out how to enter the uh, chat room on the website. <laughs> 
I'll make the uh, print larger and, and a brighter yellow. I'll have it like flash like it's on fire. <laughs> Enter the site here. Um, all right, guys, in the chat room, you got a few minutes. Uh, name your show. Uh, Big B was late then, so I'll give him a few minutes. Uh, Choo Choo, what would you name episode 42 if it was up to you? I got. I need another piece uh, of paper. I got all kinds of notes here. Oh, you've got me now. I've lost my notes. Right. Have have the salt yourself. Do it yourself, salting chips. But you lost your notes. Yeah, yeah. Did you lose the salt? And and when you <laughs> and when you go on this big diet in, in, in the new year, twenty seventeen, and we're gonna live with you, and I'm sure you'll do like live Facebook live cooking demonstrations for us. Um, are you going to add the salt from the chips or are you going to toss it? I'm going to toss the salt. Okay. What are, you gonna name, do. what are you going to name the show? It's going to be fucking midnight by the time we're out of here. It's got to be like 7 a.m. in England right now. Well, I'm going to have... Uh... Oh. Do you want us to come back to you, Stu? Come back to me in a second. Okay. I've, I've got it half there. Uh, okay. Uh, Big B, you got anything? Yes, I have. Uh, it was just brought up very briefly earlier. Uh, it was actually brought up on chat. Uh, I have James discovers his tongue. <laughs> I don't see anything from the... Uh... From the chat room yet. Hang on, let me go to another page in notes here. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, where did I put it? I thought I had a pretty good one this week. I'm going to I'm gonna say the uh, uh, the mini Winnebago and the Hanukkah puppy. The mini Winnebago and the Hanukkah puppy. You got anything yet, Stu? Okay, I've you got, guys uh, are giving us a title in the chat. You might as well get ready to vote. Because we're not staying here until 2 in the morning. I've got a circumcised dog. Yeah, circumcised dog. And a car crash donkey. Dog and a car crash donkey. I'm going to have to say that doesn't flow. Um, Anyway, uh, chat room. Mrs. Big B, Mosul Tov, and the Hanukkah Puppy. Uh, and Professor Albert, the pint-sized Gene Simmons. So there you go. We've got a, a bunch to uh, choose from. Uh, everybody in the chat, place your vote. We'll go around the crew here. And uh, uh, Big B, you want to stick with yours, or did someone convince you elsewhere? I like mine. All right. Big B is choosing. James, James discovers his tongue. James discovers his tongue. Uh, Choo Choo Stew, you have quite a bit of it in front of you. Do you need me to read them again? I'm going to go with Mrs. B. Uh, Mrs. V was. Fuck, I can't even pronounce the shit she writes. Mosel Tov. That's Mazel Hanukkah, Tov. Mazel Tov, sorry. Mazel Tov, Hanukkah, puppy. One vote. Um. You know, I'm going to stick with mine. Circumcised dog and a car 
But wait a minute, that's yours. <laughs> Mini Winnebago and the Hanukkah puppy. Um, so I am going to leave it to Professor Albert. Please break a tie here. We're down to three. We have James discovers his tongue. We have Mazel Tov Hanukkah puppy. And we have oh, fuck. Mini Winnebago and a Hanukkah puppy. I have more notes than shit. Uh, and Mrs. B, you can change your vote as well. Holy fuck. Guys, we're running out of what, time here. I, I don't know if there's a delay. Say? We need somebody in the chat to say something. To finalize this. Yes. Or I'm just going to go with James <laughs> discovers his tongue. Because yes, I like that, uh, uh, Mrs. B, <laughs> is not a definitive answer. Especially from an, as an intelligent person as you. <laughs> that is not uh, the kind of... I might expect that from Albert. <laughs> Mrs. B wants to stick with the Mosul. So now we're two to two. I, Albert I, says James. Uh, a three to two. James discovers his tongue. Episode 42. <laughs> and with an honorable mention in the notes. Uh, I got to write this down then. Mazel Tov. What is a Mazel Tov? Can someone at least explain that to me? That's uh, that's like saying uh, cheers or, or the Italians say salute when, you, when you're, uh, you know, having a drink. You say Mazel Tov. Right. German. I'm pros at. Uh, yeah. Okay. I got you. And, and Greek people just break things. Yes. All right, I got it. Folks, we have gone uh, crazily uh, into overtime here. Um, and what Mrs. B says on our final note is it means congratulations, Hanukkah puppy, for getting circumcised at his bar mitzvah and no longer stinking up. Uh, the <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you, you, you. He gave it away there. I don't know why I voted for it, Stu, because, like, uh, the dogs smell from head to toe. Their breath smells. Uh, their asses smell. Their, their, their dick smell. Their fur smells. Dogs just smell. They're just lovable things. That's all. That's why we take them to the beauty parlors. Uh, all right, folks. We're almost closing on two hours tonight, an extra half hour. I should probably cut some of this into bonus material for Patreon. You have been listening to Cave Crew Radio and watching Cave Crew TV. Um, a lot of this stuff, this probably last episode of the year will fall into a part two. Um, I have some some unanswered questions, as I'm sure everyone else does. Say goodnight, guys. Later. Good night. Good night, everybody. We'll see you for the last show of the year next week. Tell a friend, CaveCrewRadio.com, and... Um, Cave Crew TV on YouTube. Don't forget Patreon. Patreon.com slash Cave Crew Radio. Every dollar goes to help like my beautiful high definition picture out here tonight. See ya. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! <laughs>